Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and this is Mistress Mia's Bedtime Stories. Today I bring you a story from utopiastories.com, written by Jeff Stout. The name of the story is The New Place. Well, it had been almost a year since I had been to the dungeon, and I was itching to go back again. I really didn't like having to pay the money, but with nobody in my life who would understand my fantasies, my best outlet was the professional mistress I had been to a few times before. I went out to the dungeon website and was disappointed to discover that all of the mistress that I had visited in the past were gone. There was a new crop of them now, but I didn't find them attractive as the originals, so I started surfing the web to find a new dungeon. My surfing was successful. I found... Another dungeon that looked to be fairly new, not that far away, and looked to be stocked with several mistresses. I started an email discussion with one of them who went by the name of Mistress Jennifer. The emails went on for several weeks, and over time I started to slowly share with her my desires and fantasies. Then one day, she emailed me a day and a time to come for a visit. This took me by surprise, since, you know, the other dungeon I had always asked for a date and time, and they either said yes or no, or suggested a different appointment time. They never approached me. It was the upcoming Saturday evening, and I was instructed to be there at 10.40 p.m. prompt. It seemed a bit late, and her forwardness made me a little nervous. But, of course, I said yes. All week, I could think of nothing else. Saturday came, and I went to the new dungeon. I was pretty nervous because I had never been to this one before and didn't know what to expect. I knocked on the door and was relieved to be greeted by Mistress Jennifer. I introduced myself, and she said, Come in, as she opened the door. I entered into a really large greeting room that had four additional doors leading in every direction. She closed the door behind me, and I got my first good look at her. She looked just like her picture. I was in heaven. She was about 5'8", tall, long blonde hair, very beautiful. And despite everything, the allure of her beauty, she still had all these curves and all the right spots. She looked like she was no more than 25, 26 years old. She was wearing a red corset, a pair of black thong panties, fishnet stockings, a tight PVC skirt, and thigh-high boots. She snapped me out of my lustful gaze when she said curtly, Let's get started. We need to keep on schedule. Follow me. And then she turned and walked through only one of the four doors that was open and into the adjacent room. When she turned to walk away, I got a good view of the most beautiful ass I had ever seen. It was amazing. I couldn't wait for my session. Since I'd only told her about my emails, and I loved women's asses, that I had wanted hers to be involved in my sessions somehow. I followed her into the room, and it was the most empty, which surprised me. In the middle of the room was a large table that was only about two or so feet high. It looked a bit strange since it was lower than a typical table. What also made me 
think about its uniqueness was the fact that there was steps at one end to make it easier to walk up onto the table. There were shackles and chains that were attached to the four corners of the table, and and in the room was a rack on the wall that was used to hang all sorts of ropes, whips, paddles, crops, and other devices, and there was a basket lying in the corner. "'Take off your clothes and put them in the basket,' ordered Mistress Jennifer. "'We don't have much time.' I quickly took off my clothes and put them into the basket in the corner, and then I walked over and knelt down naked in front of Mistress Jennifer.' Very good, she said. Now kiss my boots and show a proper greeting. I bent forward and kissed the toes of both of her boots. Then she told me to get up on the table and lay on my back. I did so, and Mistress Jennifer then proceeded to attach a leather shackle to each of my wrists and ankles. Next, she walked around the table and tightened the chains that were attached to the shackles in such a way that I was stretched very tightly out to the corners of the table. Next, she took a long belt strap and placed it over my waist and threaded it through slits in the table that I hadn't noticed before. She then crawled under the table and connected the straps together and pulled them tight. It basically belted my waist to the table so that I couldn't move or twist at all. It was amazing how restrictive it was. Next, she placed a leather cap on my head that had a chin buckle. She buckled it on so that it wasn't coming off and then repeated the strap process with the table. When she was done, my head was belted to the table and that the belt was connected in some way to the cap so that I couldn't even twist my head from side to side. I was completely immobile, arms, legs outstretched to the corners of the table, naked, and my head forced to look straight up at the ceiling I had mentioned in my emails that I liked very restrictive bondage, and she didn't waste any time meeting that desire. Mistress Jennifer had then walked over to the rack, all of the devices, while I strained to do my best with peripheral vision to watch what she was up to. I couldn't see her, but it sounded like she grabbed several items. She came back over to me and put a bag on top of my crotch. It was full of ice. It caught me by surprise, and it was cold, very, very cold. Quiet, was all she even said, before I even had a voice to protest. After about 60 seconds, she removed the ice and quickly put a chest device on my limp dick. It was hard to see what it was with my head pinned and all, but it basically looked like a clear, bent plastic tube that forced my dick into a, a bent-down position. She then attached the tube to a ring that she had already slipped around my balls and locked them together with a small padlock. With the way it was set up, I wasn't getting an erection anytime soon, and there was no way to get the device off without the key, which she slipped into the top of her corset against her left breast. It seemed quite strange that she put a lock on it since there wasn't any way I could reach it, and with my arms bound up, there was no way I could move. But I didn't think too much of it at the time. I was also kind of surprised by this because we had never mentioned chastity devices over the previous weeks, and I usually liked the build-up and masturbation at the end of the sessions. I started to say something, but before I could, she had said, Open wide. 
She moved quickly, so I didn't even get a look at the device, but it looked like a rubber ring with straps and a buckle. It went into my mouth and forced it wide open. I could feel something pushing on my teeth, forcing my mouth to stay open. I couldn't talk or make any discernible noises because of it. Then, Mistress pulled the straps tight and buckled it behind my head into the cap. It was going nowhere. Now, stick out your tongue, she said in a commanding tone. I did, and I found that it was indeed a big circle with a hollow center. I could stick my tongue completely out, but I couldn't close my mouth or talk in any way. Next, Mistress said, Good. I even had a few minutes to play. Hmm. She then walked over to the foot of the table and walked up to the stairs and onto the table. She bent down, gave me a kiss on the cheek, and whispered into my ear, You won't forget this night for a long time. Let's practice your tongue skills. <laughs> she giggled. She then stood up and placed the bottom of the boot over my mouth and said, Worship. I stuck out my tongue and began to lick the bottom of her boot. It was a pretty cool position. But with you like this, she said, I can force you to lick whatever I want, and I don't have to hear you complain about it. She then promptly laid down next to me and positioned her armpit over my head. I tried to pull away and turn my head when I saw what it was, but I couldn't move at all as she pressed down her armpit into my mouth. Now lick, she commanded, as she pinched my nipple and gave it a twist. I licked her armpit with my tongue. Very good, slave, she said. You get a little bonus. She then got up and turned around and knelt back down with one knee on either side of my chest. What a sight. Her beautiful ass was positioned right in front of my face. She then squatted back and placed her left ass cheek against my mouth. Now worship my ass, slave she ordered, and I complied and licked her luscious ass cheek. I could feel my cock getting hard, but with the chastity vice, it was going nowhere. Suddenly, there was a knock on the outside door that was audible from the room we were in. Mistress stood up and walked down the stairs and off the table. She looked at her watch and chuckled to me. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> She then turned and walked out the door and back into the main greeting room, closing the door behind her. I heard her go to the main door and open it, and I was surprised to hear many people entering. It sounded like a ton of people, and they were making a lot of noise, chatting amongst themselves. And they all sounded like women. And by the rowdiness, I suspected that they'd been drinking before they got here, which I, I don't even know what was going on, but my mind was starting to spin as I heard the outer room fill up. It sounded like there was at least 20 people on the other side of the wall. I pulled my restraints, and they didn't even budge a little. I tried to wiggle and turn, and I couldn't move at all. I was starting to get nervous and began feeling even more exposed and vulnerable than I did a few minutes before. What was going on? What I've, what, what have I gotten myself into? What, what was this new dungeon all about? Then I heard them start to quiet down, and Mistress Jennifer began to address the group. For the most part, the wall was muffling her voice, but I could still make out what she was saying. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the dungeon. Tonight, 
I have something planned very special. For some of you, this is your first time, but for the rest of you, my sisters, who have been to our play night before, we have a brand new crop of toys. Remember, there are a few simple rules. No exchange of blood or sexual fluids. Safety first. Don't kill anyone. And have fun. Now enjoy. Oh my God, what was I hearing? I heard the words she was saying and my mind began racing. What the hell is going on here? Then suddenly the door to my room opened up and six or seven women came barging in. They were all around their early 30s. Attractive. Well, well, look what we have here. One of them said as they were all laughing and pointing at me. I started to panic and pulled on my restraints as hard as I could, but there was no movement. I was stuck. The panic, the embarrassment, was washing over me in waves. It's one thing to be with a mistress who's dressed up in domination gear and understands your mindset and what and why you're doing this. It's another thing to be completely helpless, naked, bound, gagged, completely vulnerable with eight women standing there in their pretty summer dresses, laughing and pointing at you and judging your sick fantasies. Uh-uh. <laughs> Where do you think you're going? One of them said. Well, I continued to thrash and try to pull free. She bent down and whispered it in my ear so that only I could hear. Just wait until I get my chance with you. I've got something special planned just for you, little bitch. Next, Mistress Jennifer walked into the room and all the girls looked at her with this look of admiration like she was the leader. Except for maybe the one who whispered in my ear. I looked at Mistress Jennifer and tried to ask her what the hell was going on, but all that came out was mm, into the ring gag. Now, ladies, what we have here is a male slave. Notice how weak and pathetic he is. The first thing to remember is that he is here to please us, not the other way around. There are many ways he can do that. One of my favorites is to put him in pain and to watch him squirm. Allow me to demonstrate. Mistress walked over the rack and grabbed a leather riding crop. She then walked back and gave me a smack on my nipple. It wasn't really hard, so it didn't hurt too much, but I, I had no other choice but to take it. Notice how I increased the power of the stroke. You can see his discomfort increase. I couldn't move, and what she was doing, it just kept hurting Worse and worse, the stronger she became, hitting me over and over again. As you can see, he is quite uncomfortable now. Does anyone want to try? she asked. I do, me first, said the mean girl who had whispered into my ear. She took the crop from mistress and went to work hard on both of my nipples. She started slow and easy and then smack. She hit hard. She hit fierce. It was relentless. Then the crop proceeded to be passed from each woman. So you can imagine how bad it was for me. I mean, there was at least 
10, 15 plus women in the room. Some were too rough. Others had no qualms about really inflicting some serious pain. It was very nerve-wracking for me because each woman was an amateur and had no idea how much pain she was actually inflicting. By the time they had all had their turn, I was exhausted and completely covered in my own sweat. Another way to inflict pain, said Mistress, is to apply these special clamps to sensitive areas. She then applied two clamps, one to each nipple. The clamps really bit hard. She put them on, and I let out a muffled scream on each. The clamps were connected by a small chain. Notice that if I pull this chain, the clamps cinch tighter, and I can get a reaction from our slave. Trust me. Mistress Jennifer instructed as she gave the chain to a rough tug as the others watched. My body convulsed as the clamps pierced into my sensitive nipples, and I felt like they were going to rip them off. Another thing that gives us pleasure is when we can humiliate our slaves and demonstrate our power over them. Here's a good example. When is the last time you had a man eager to lick your armpit? Hmm? Watch this, she said as she placed her armpit just over my mouth. Now, slave, lick my armpit, she commanded. I stuck out my tongue and gave her armpit a single lick. Mistress Jennifer then addressed the gathering. Now, that is impressive. But what is really impressive is when you can make him do it with some passion. She then turned to me and said, Lick it eagerly. Worship me like you fucking love it. She then proceeded to pull very hard on the chain. The pain was immense and unbearable. This brought some chuckles and laughter from the ladies. Let us show him how weak he is. The pain was tough to bear. As I continued to lick and taste and smell her armpit, she then let up on the chain, and I let out a sigh of relief. This brought some chuckles and laughter from the ladies. Let us show him how weak he is, she continued, and she spit into my mouth. The other ladies all followed in kindness until... All the ladies had taken their turns spitting into my mouth so gleefully. Anyone else needed to have their armpit cleaned, she offered. And there were a few volunteers. When the first one went up, Mistress Jennifer instructed, You don't always have to inflict the pain to get the response you want. I took her cue and devoured the first armpit with all the worshipping vigor I could muster before any chain pulling and immense pain was not necessary at this point. Then I heard a shout from across the room. Jennifer, come here. You got to see this. Mr. Jennifer called back. Okay, I'll be right there. Now have some fun with this guy, she said, as she walked out the door. I'd been so caught up in my own situation that I hadn't figured out that each room had a guy like me tied up in it. And the women were moving from room to room playing with the slaves. It only took about three seconds after Jennifer left, but one of the girls finally closed the door, and next, Kate quickly took charge. Now that goody two-shoes is finally gone, it's time to really get to work on him. Then she placed a blindfold over my eyes and removed the nipple clamps. 
smack, smack, came a whip and something across my chest from out of nowhere, much harder than anything before. Ouch! It stung and my body thrashed in response to the pain. I tried to scream and call out for mistress, but the gag prevented anything helpful from coming out of my mouth. The room exploded into laughter as the women laughed at my pain. Smack again repeatedly, the whip continued as I broke out into a sweat again. The pain was quickly becoming unbearable, and my eyes began to water until the blindfold and all the noises came out of my mouth were getting louder and louder. Suddenly it stopped, and I heard Kate say into my ear, but loud enough for everyone in the room to hear her, this is nothing compared to what we would have in store for you. And before you get any bright ideas, Jeff... If you mention one word of this to Jennifer, we'll make sure your little perverse secrets become public. How did she know my real name? Before I could figure it out, she continued, Jeffrey Stout of 315 Maple Lane. You're not very bright to bring your driver's license to a dungeon. They must have gone through my clothes in the basket. I am first... I heard one say as she climbed onto the table. Look at that little dick, she said as she gave my penis a kick in the chassis device. I hope his tongue is better than his dick, she continued as I heard her removing her underwear. I didn't hear any pants being removed and my suspicions were correct. When she sat down on my chest, I could feel a baggy sundress covering the top half of my body. Don't make my torture any harder. Just do your job, she said as she slid forward and placed her already damp pussy directly over my mouth. I stuck out my tongue and began to lick her pussy as the waves of scent poured over my face. She had a hairy pussy and the juices just began to flow all over my face and into my forced open mouth. And as she moaned, I continued to lick her pussy lips and clit. Because of her upright position, large amounts of her cum just flowed out into my mouth, filling it up. After about ten minutes and probably two or three orgasms, she got up from my face. Then suddenly I felt a cold splash of water over my head and a quick toweling off before I could come to my senses. Another pussy was pressed into my face. This is too easy, one of them said. I need to get me one of these at home. And so I licked and licked multiple pussies as my face continued to get drenched in juices. After a while, my tongue started to get tired, and I took a quick break. Smack came the whip again against my inner thigh, and Kate said, no resting. So I quickly started back up. After another four or five women, my tongue was completely numb. But I pushed on as the whip was very, very quick every time I would let up. I was beginning to really dislike this Kate and her whip. She was clearly the one in charge because after a few minutes, all the ladies, I heard her tell the group, you think he's trained? Watch what I can make this little pussy do. Next, she removed my blindfold and climbed up on the table. She began to take off her shoes and pants, and it was a sight to see. She was so hot. As she pulled off her tight jeans, I was able to see that she was wearing a red cotton thong. Next, she knelt down and squatted back with her ass up near my face and said, Now, Lick. I tried in vain to turn her away as her ass cheeks pressed against my mouth. I didn't want to give this arrogant bitch the satisfaction. 
Smack came the whip on the inside of my thigh. Holy shit, did that hurt? Smack, it came again. You've been commanded. Do it. So I stuck out my tongue, and I licked and worshipped her ass. Then she stood up, removed her panties. Fuck, she was hot. If it wasn't for the chastity vice, I'm sure my dick would have been as hard as a rock. I was hoping that she would have turned around and faced me so that I could see her pussy again, but instead she knelt back down and squatted back with her ass near my mouth again. She hit me repeatedly and said, You are a slow learner, aren't you? So I quickly stuck out my tongue and began licking her ass. Now watch this, she said to the group. They all started laughing. As Kate shifted her position, my tongue began to slide down the crack of her ass yet again. And as I pulled my tongue back into my mouth before I touched her sweet asshole, I came in my chastity. I don't know how that was possible, but I did. The whole room exploded in laughter. Now I am serious. I have been saving up for this. I don't know what happened. (sighs) So she shifted again so that her asshole was over my eyes. She was right there. I could only see her dirty asshole. And I could really smell her ass and it confirmed that she hadn't cleaned it up since the last time she did whatever she did. She repositioned over my mouth and next she ordered again for me to clean it. Now, slave, lick the shit from my asshole. I just lay there completely repulsed by the smell of it. You're going to show these lovely ladies that you are my ass slave. And repulsed by my smell or not, you're going to do it. Now stick your pathetic tongue into my hole now. I really didn't have much choice. So, as I was being laughed at, I hit her shit. She hit me repeatedly. It didn't stop. I was really struggling, but I was holding out to really do nothing other than to try to escape at this point. You know you want to lick my asshole. You're so worthless. Kate began to pick up the pace as she continued to straddle my face and ride my face like I was nothing beneath her. She wasn't letting up. What did this crazy bitch think? Why did she think she could do this? By now, all of the women were laughing hysterically. How pathetic, she said. Kate finally stopped hitting me. How embarrassing to be totally at the mercy of this arrogant bitch. And licking the shit out of her asshole. I bet you don't like the taste of that, do you, slave? She said in a mocking tone. She then got up and turned around and showed me that beautiful pussy of hers that I wanted so badly. She then knelt back down and put her pussy over my mouth, and I began to lick it too. After the ass, I was glad to have pussy. I mean, I'd only just began and said, if you spill one drop, she told me, I promise that you'll regret it. And she then began to piss in my mouth. In sheer terror, I drank it down as fast as I could in hopes that none would spill out. But it was coming too fast, and I couldn't swallow the the warm pee quick enough, and it made a little drip out the side of my face. You're going to regret that. 
That was your failure, she said sternly. You now have to pay the price. You thought those little crumbs were disgusting before? If so much as one little bit comes out of your mouth, you only wish you were dead. I started to pull frantically on my bounds and try to get free, but it was no use. I was held helpless. Kate was about to take a shit in my mouth, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. I didn't know what else to do. I quickly swallowed, and I just did what she told me. She pulled tighter and tighter until I couldn't take it anymore. As my, as my tongue was clamped around her asshole, I, I just, I didn't know what else to do. I couldn't believe she did it. And as I continued to scream and nothing else was coming out, I was pulling upwards against the belt as hard as I could, but nothing, nothing was done. After a few more minutes of steady screaming and palpable panic in my voice, people started leaving the room one at a time. No one had the balls to stand up to Kate, and she was clearly going over the line. Tears were now streaming down my face, and finally, she was the only one left in the room, and the door was closed. I was starting to grow faint and thought I might pass out from the pain while she stood there and dispassionately looked on. Next, she took a whip of some kind and began hitting me all over my body. The pain was off the charts. I tried to thrash around in hopes that it would at least loosen the restraints. But it was solid. There was no moving. Finally, after what seemed like hours, what was probably no more than a few minutes, she went over to the wall and untied the rope. My nipples were bleeding slightly when she removed the clamps. Are you going to be a good boy? She asked as she removed the rest of the clamps. I couldn't respond to her question. All I could do was lay there, sobbing, uncontrollably. What else could I possibly do? This concludes today's story. Stay tuned next week for part two. It's going to get interesting. (laughs) And until then, may all your fantasies become realities.